Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. This is episode 13. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Eric and Caitlin. Hey, everyone. Hello. And today we are talking about some stuff that we saw on the water this last couple days. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we see? We had lots of humpbacks that started returning to the bay, which is awesome. It's a nice change of pace from watching the most exciting gray whale or <laughs> exciting whale of them all, <laughs> the gray whale. Hey, we had great gray whales I know. Today. I we still, had like, I don't know, how many, 15? 18. Yeah. I still like them. And you should like them extra a lot. I do. I like them in the of, lagoons. Yeah. <laughs> Just in the lagoons? And I like them when they're fighting killer whales. The weather was beautiful today, though, so you got some nice footage of gray whales. Yeah. And uh, it's supposed to rain again tomorrow. (laughs) Well, it it rained yesterday, too. We had like four good days, then one day of rain, and then, which I guess yesterday was nice on the water. It just rained for the morning. I wouldn't have wanted to go, though. I hate when it's rainy. I enjoyed today. That was all that mattered to me. It's like a lake today. Um, So, but Eric and I... We're on the boat, what, three days ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we saw a lone killer whale. Richie. He's a transient or bigs killer whale. Do you guys mm-hmm. want to explain about the bigs, what that means? Yeah. Or who it is? Yeah. You want to go, Eric? You yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the, in general, you can probably tell them exactly who that individual that we spotted was. But uh, plain and simple, here in the Monterey Bay area, the most frequently seen uh, ecotype of orca we see is the bigs, or transient uh, killer whale. Uh, the two names are transferable because bigs is uh, in honor of, uh, I believe it was Michael Biggs. Yes, Michael Who actually, Biggs. you know, really kind of uh, did research out there determining that uh, what type of uh, ecotypes that we had out here. He was based out of, uh, I believe it was the San Juan area, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think yeah, so, Puget yeah. Sound. Yeah, but uh, named after him. But yes, uh, our bigs or transients are specializing in eating marine mammals. So sea lions, seals, dolphins. And here in the Monterey Bay around April, we frequently see them go after gray whale calves. Yeah, so... Basically, it's just an honor to Michael Big to na- to use that as an alternate name for the ecotype. Yeah, um, he's one of the original researchers that really started to tell people like, no, these are different. They do different things. They look different. And then you know, supporting evidence with um, hydrophone <laughs> recordings and things like that came along and kind of solidified it all. And something else I want to talk about. So because it was a lone male killer whale, I always get a lot of comments and people are always like, oh, my God, why is he by himself? Is he going <laughs> to is he going to make it? Or, yeah. you know, there's all sorts of things in that uh, manner. And wh- what do you guys think? I mean, we obviously know that he's very healthy. All of the lone killer whales that we see here are very mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah. Do you know anything on his history? Like if he, you know his old pod? Um, sort of. So it's, it's a little unclear, but his, his ID number, according to the old catalog is 49 B. There is a sibling that hangs out with, um, the 51 a pod, the called 49 C. And the first time the history was ever told to me, it almost seemed like (coughs) the mom was still around, but the kids were not seen with her. But I'm pretty sure that 49 is now suspected to be deceased because I couldn't even tell you the last time 49 was sighted. Interesting. Um, but know, that's though. all that's all anecdotal. Yeah. Um, I don't actually have like there's no like public log of all the sightings and the, the catalog hasn't been updated for quite some time. So that's just kind of like an anecdotal 
thing that I know about him, but he's he's seen he he's sighted in clusters. So like you'll see him for a couple weeks and then he'll be gone for like months and then he'll show up again for a couple weeks and then he's gone for months. Yeah, what's funny is we we, we keep on telling, you know, we, we refer to him as lone uh, you know, male transients, but uh we've yeah, we've seen him numerous times kind of join up with other pods out here. Right. That's yeah. or with each other. For Sometimes kills, we'll see yeah. several males together. Yeah. yeah, or there, or George, or Fat Fan are you know fifteen miles away or twenty yeah. miles away. Me and Slater yeah. actually had that. had like two lone males actually get together, which was quite often. Right. We've seen the yeah, I've seen Fat Fan and Lonesome George. N twenty five and George. Yeah. We've seen uh, back in the past. What is we had N twenty five. Yeah, remember the one with the big notch in the middle. Uh, and then we've seen uh, in the past when Chop Fin was still around. We assume I never saw the Chop. Fin. We assume Chop Fin, Chop Fin is deceased. Yeah, you guys to hang out with Richie. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, sometimes the, the loner boys will get together. And then also kind of an interesting situation is like Liner, um, who's part of Emma's pod. He is actually his ID number, I think, is like 163 or something like that. He's not Emma's son. Yeah. So there, there's kind of maybe some adoption things going on there, too. Like 50B hangs out with the 51As mm-hmm. after his mom died. So it's not it's not all clear cut how yeah. the social structure works exactly you know who i want to see again who ca199 that big wavy dorsal yeah thing. that's a neat whale that you saw to see it again maybe like you know the prime of the killer in the springtime yeah. yeah and that's the other thing is like in the springtime that's like killer whale social hour you know when there's a gray whale kill multiple family groups or like several lone males will kind of join the join the mix mm-hmm. um and it as far as like the lone male and survival thing goes i know people ask about that um my opinion is if the male is old enough, which I think Fat Finn might have been as young as like eight years old, um, and they already know most of the prime foraging areas and know how to, like they're pretty well socialized. They know how to interact with other adult whales. They're going to be okay when mom dies. Um, but sometimes, you know, if the calf's young, like, you know, under five, I'd say the odds of survivorship are pretty low. Yeah, it seems like they're a perfect example is we were just talking about um, Lonesome George. You know, we've got old timers at the wharf, you know, guys who literally are, you know, started working there as kids and teenagers. Remember seeing him in yeah. Big Sur and these gentlemen are in the, what, in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, he's been around a long time and I don't I don't know if we've ever known anything other than him being by himself. Yeah. You know, I don't think there was ever documented like, oh, this was his mom, but she died. Like, no, yeah. I, we've always only seen him by so himself. So he's a survivor. So obviously they do. seems like they can do well by themselves. Yeah. And they also don't have any, you know, predators. No, exactly. And they're they're totally capable of taking down prey on their own. Yeah. Um, it may be modified what prey they go after. Like maybe they only can go after like harbor seals and sea lions and they can't take down something like a dolphin but there's enough food around in this area that they don't really have an issue with it ever and i also think they're such good hunters even being by themselves yeah you're at a disadvantage but think about it it's more food for yourself yeah you don't have to split it he only has to eat one sea lion yeah Yeah. i mean he might eat two a day (laughs) but you know what i mean you don't have to hunt like six sea lions to feed your family yeah a perfect example (laughs) is look at the size of george i mean we honestly think he might be the biggest 
He is you know, huge. Orca out here in the Pacific. I, I mean, I have no doubt he's close to 30 feet. And yeah, Slater's photo of them going towards that boat. Yeah. You can just, or like, CA like a coffee or table. CA 24, those boys are big. Yeah, CA 10's a big boy too. Well, also, that CA 199, you didn't see it though, huh? Not in person. I saw your C- photo it, and I was it like, was uh. big. We were like, when we first saw it, we were like, dang, it had a big, wavy dorsal. Yeah. Well, you thought maybe it was George. You were sending first, Eric and then, I photos until, of him. Yeah, but that was <laughs> from far away. Yeah. And then once we had the photos, yeah. It was yeah. And I think. Another important piece is that we miss what they're doing with 90% of their daily life. Exactly. Right? Like we are, we do not observe what yeah. they do for more than the vast majority of what they're doing day to day. So like, who knows? Maybe they're all hanging out like in Big Sur offshore like, <laughs> together all the time. And we just have no idea. It really yeah. makes me mad. <laughs> you want to know what's happening. Yeah. Or if not them, then give me the offshores. Like, like, just don't lie to me, bro. Let me know where you're at. <laughs> Like, I just want to see you. Yeah, but no, it's probably a good thing that we don't know where they're at, to be honest. Yeah, let them be exactly. for a bit. Yeah, and that's the other question for I do. I That's the other question I get a lot on the boat is like, well, are they migratory? Like, where do they go when they're not here? And it's like, honestly, there's not a whole lot of sighting coverage except for from other whale watch companies. And like, think of how many hundreds of miles are between like the next yeah. ports that regularly go out and regularly report their sightings. Yeah. Like, there's these huge information gaps like. I can tell you growing up in Oregon and coming up through the, you know, whale people in Oregon, there's no sighting coverage there. Our whales could yeah. be up there all exactly. year, except for when they're here in April and, and May. One we thing would to never me and, know. One thing Slater and I were talking about, <laughs> even talked to with Kate today. One perfect example is the CA-140s, uh, Emma's pod. When gray whales are here, they are here. Mm-hmm. But you don't hear people in Southern California or north of us say, hey, we saw the 140s, but the 51s, we always do. Maybe they each have their range. Yeah. And then yeah. overlaps in Monterey. Yeah. It yeah. could be. Monterey could be like the, the crossover point where I they guess. all intersect. I've seen the 51s here pro- probably like, nah, probably a lot, maybe four or five times, but it's not that much compared to the other and ones. And things change too. Like, the 51s may have been here a lot more frequently before we all started working here in Monterey. And now mm-hmm. it's all about the 140s. And mm-hmm. I think that the that Jagged's group was seen more often because I'm pretty sure Fat Fin used to go travel with them all the time. And I feel like they saw them more often. Um, yeah, I think things definitely change around. And um, our whale population of like the ones that are really well documented are aging out. Um, and so how does the social structure reorganize after that? I don't, you know, I don't really know. We don't see them often enough to know how that's going to go. Yeah. Do you guys think that the, uh, offshore killer whales, like anyone has any data on them? Mm. Actually, there's some stuff, but it's, it's nothing really super specific. We kind of have ranges. Uh, there are some that's like, about it. Yeah. like the original, catalog that came out of central california has some offshore whales in it i think some of those yeah salish sea catalogs have offshores in them yeah they could go all the way up to Island. yeah and there may and there may be an entirely other subset of offshore killer whales that frequent that northern range i mean there's some hydrophone recordings but yeah i mean overall data is pretty pretty thin i'm surprised they don't go to hawaii ever I do. I do think there has been a sighting of killer whales in Hawaii in the last five years. Yeah. No. They are. You'll be surprised. The guys who are out at sea a lot uh, around the Hawaiian Islands do see. Yeah, I think a fishing boat reported uh, them. Yeah, like three certain or four ones. Years ago. In fact, um, Darren, uh, a gentleman named Darren, who runs uh, dive trips uh, off of the Big Island, he has some pretty uh, famous photos that went around maybe about four years ago of killer whales actually eating a, a thresher shark. 
uh, over there. Mm. So they do show up in the area, but yeah, it's not as common, obviously, as, as obviously not lucky people. Right? No, I think, yeah. yeah, it'd have to be some kind of, you know, exactly squid, large fish, yeah. opportunistic feeder, mm-hmm. um, like ETPs. Mm-hmm. So then that's a whole nother level of complication. Like, are ETPs an offshore type? Are they their own ecotype? Like, <laughs> Yeah, what if there's like tons of different like there's got to be so many different pods of orcas everywhere that feed on different things Yeah, like we know there is but I mean like what do you consider them, you know? So guys really quickly I just had to pull up some uh, an old paper. I wrote uh, a few years ago about offshores Uh, I I wrote it, but I almost forgot Um, but uh, one of the Offshores that was spotted off of Dana Point was matched to a siding in Dutch Harbor, Alaska. So that's no about 2,700 miles apart. Yeah. Wow. I'd like to see the photos. Yeah. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like independent confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> right, though? Because, like, you never know. There's so many different dorsal fins. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know what? But I would believe it, though, because there's also been sightings of transients that have been sighted here that have been in southeast Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's and the, pretty the southern crazy. residents go up to Alaska and come down here. Yeah, and they come down here. Yeah. So. And they go way offshore with the salmon, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the food. Yeah. Um, so, like, Ken Balcom has put these, like, wanted posters all over the um, Pacific Northwest for people to report their killer whale sightings trying to create, like, a communications hub. He's done that for decades. And... Um, just thinking back to like how how often are whales probably sighted off the Oregon coast and and could you even then call them our whales like we see them in Monterey in the spring when we know there's a predictable feeding event that happens um but then pretty much the rest of the year they're not hanging out like they do in April and May so are they really like central California killer whales I don't even think that's the right term for them (laughs) yeah they're not here as much as we think they are or say we well, they really do come one or two times a month. Yeah. Like, just not this last year. My first year here, they were here one, well, I think last, two, three, or four times a month. I think last year they were here, but the weather was so yeah. bad that we couldn't get out into the areas where we typically see them. And this this year, too. We just missed, mm-hmm. like, the last two months. I also think it could be a, a something with the just the area we're in. If you really think about it, we're in a bay. It is a big bay. But we do have an area we just cover consistently, whereas back in Southern California, the bite, we're literally just going up and down the coast. So we kind of, you know, chances of seeing them. I don't know how to say, explain it. A bay where you have everything kind of isolated within the bay, you know? Well, yeah, like if we only make it to the, the southern part of the canyon and we don't go up to like... Yeah. Well, know, yeah, like how often are they in Carmel and we're like or, up in the middle of the canyon? Yeah, yeah, we hardly go to Carmel except for yeah. gray whale season, which we pretty much turn around at Cyprus. Yeah. Um, what's the other... the where they were the other day. Um, well, they, they we saw them off of Moss. They go to the yeah. SoCal, the Hole. SoCal We're hardly Hole. up there. Yeah. Yeah. The only time we ever hear about whales that way is when the Santa Cruz people come down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I bet we miss them a lot, too. Yeah. Well, in the bay, like, I think what you're trying to say, Eric, is, like, there's definitely a clear, like, cut across the bay route that we basically never get to because it's, like, an over an hour drive out of the harbor to get mm-hmm. out to the area where they would just straight cut across the bay like yeah. where we were with the gray whales today slater yeah we were out that yeah was... they're way See, out how there. much better is it when you're like way out there and you find a whale <laughs> it is pretty fun like the, the water, water was, was blue, very Eric. clear yeah. yeah like it was the water was nicer today yeah. compared to well no i mean yeah the clarity the visibility was insane compared to like where we first saw gray whales in yeah. the morning yeah 
So, yeah, I mean, there are these routes where you could totally bisect that that geography and not come in along the coastline, and it is a lot um, shorter distance for a whale to travel, and we just never get out in that same zone. So they could be out there all the time, and we just don't <laughs> even know. Every day I wake up, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're like, waking up, Slater. It's today the day, <laughs> it's today no, the day it that we're going to see killer whales. <laughs> Especially knowing that you guys had, because I moved last year, you know, so especially knowing that you guys had a predation in March um, on St. Patrick's Day, I'm like, today's the day, every morning. <laughs> today, well, and that's the cool part about Monterey. Today, any day could be that day. Yeah, from today now could be like that May. day. Yeah. My mom's coming in April, like the end of April sometime to visit. And I was like, yeah, but um, yeah, so uh, I'll be on the boat in the morning for sure. Like, every morning. <laughs> like, I'm not going to miss any days. Like, mom, you're on your own for breakfast. And right I now, go see some whales. I have a cold and like, I don't want to go tomorrow because I don't feel well, but I ha- I feel like I have to go tomorrow <laughs> because I'm not going to go. If you see me what... go live on Instagram, you're going to cry. Oh, it's Friday, huh? You're working? Yeah. Yeah, dude. See, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Fly myself? Like, I'll attach my drone to my backpack and just carry myself Fly yourself out, out to the bay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just stuff you in the bunk room until it's time time to shine seriously though <laughs> you know what though is awesome is that we we didn't see any today but people saw them we heard the other boats see them but humpbacks are, are coming in mm-hmm. yeah we actually are, i left out of everywhere in california i worked out of a uh, moss today and we had uh probably about a dozen or so and yeah it's the uh the bigger models <laughs> oh you were on the water yeah oh we were all in the water today nice mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we had uh, plenty of humpbacks, uh, a lot of food in the area, uh, and uh, didn't see any lunch feeding today, but uh, we definitely saw humpback whales circling, uh, you know, flocks of bird that most likely had anchovies under them, and we did have some uh, brave gray whales cruising through the mouth of the bay today, and a lot of harbor porpoise, I don't know why, but the harbor porpoise was, for me, been showing uh, really well the last few days. Well, me too, but we didn't go that way today. No? So... All the days that you and I worked together this week, mm-hmm. we went up towards Moss and saw humpbacks and harpies. Yeah, we didn't go to Moss. We went out towards yeah. The, today we went like the corner or something, and then went straight out. Yeah, we went over the outside ledge and then went west from there, and then just followed the canyon down. Slater, you got to show your to like harbor porpoise footage. Oh, I deleted it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you got drone footage of harbor porpoise, like twenty of them. Yeah, that's cool. I oh my god, I'm staring at my. I'm like. I'm like, oh, look at this harbor porpoise. I'm like, oh, it's coming towards. And I'm seeing a shadow come up. And then there was a humpback next to the harbor porpoise for like, just like, I don't know, eight seconds. And I didn't record it. I just looked at it. Because I was so excited to tell Eric that the harbor porpoise was like, swimming. Look, look, look. Wait, I'm not to, recording. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's exciting. And then and then Oops. I got over like the be- biggest school of anchovies. Um, not like ever, but I mean like the, the nicest <laughs> one in the area, you know, mm-hmm. they, were, they were all mm-hmm. scattered and I was like, they're going to lunge feed on, they're going to lunge on this. <laughs> and I seriously was like, Oh, I'm gonna get a better angle. And I, right as I stopped the flipping, oh, I no, stopped no, no. recording. And right as I stopped, all of them go, and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Dang it. So yeah. Was, the struggle is real. Well, it's just, it's just a dark green water, you know? And yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to gauge what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you really are spoiled. I know. I only fly if the water's clear. <laughs> <laughs> I only shoot if the whales are like nice. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't. You guys don't understand. He did not want to take a photo of a gray whale today. I no, I didn't. I don't. He think didn't I did at it. all. He said it like four I times. Actually, I actually stood outside with my camera though, because you never know when they're gonna breathe. Yeah. But then I was like, 
it's cold. So and then we came up on this. I don't this, feel well either, so that's not yeah. fair that I'm like. Then we came up on this group of gray whales way on the outside, and it was like three or four whales we thought. And then no, Slater it was, was like two whales. Maybe yeah, maybe two whales. Yeah. And then Slater's like, well, I guess the water's nice, so maybe I should fly. And the captain and I are like, yeah, you should fly. He puts the drone up. It's seven whales. I think. Oh, wow. I was, honestly, it could have been eight. Nice. I think at one point, I swear it was eight. I'll have to look at the video. That happened to us twice today because we were following this group of two as our first encounter. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we were like, story. oh, we're going to leave the area after this last surfacing. Four came up together. We were like, really? This whole time it's been four? Yeah. <laughs> they well, were just all out of sync from each other. <laughs> that's cool. And I think that was, and then we, we pulled up, we saw a lot of groups today. Yeah, I bet we did. there was more than 15 because... Yeah. There was a lot of whales that were under the surface. Yeah, we we had a lot of like just lazy cruising gray whales. You know, one of the skippers yeah. told me today, which actually I think I agree with him. He said southbound, you know, like they're feeling like they're full of energy. They fluke a lot. They're, you know, going down yeah. to the party. Northbound, they're like trying to conserve energy and just get up to the feeding ground. So they stay at the surface and don't really fluke. Yeah, Because today sense. we hardly saw any fluking whales. They were just kind of cruising below the surface. But then also I feel like you see a lot more breaching and stuff on the northbound. But mainly from like the the mom and baby pairs down, like they, ro- I feel like they get more active in the surf and stuff. But yeah, it can go both ways. It just depends. Yeah, depends on the the group of whales you find. You know what else we did today, Eric? What you guys do? Oh yeah, we picked up a lot of. Balloons. Oh yeah, you guys had like what four and yeah four and, and we still missed picking up. Also, we missed a little bundle yeah. because. Yeah, I don't even know. And still, a missed one. Valentine's Day balloon. One too, was right? a val- it, Today is March twenty first. Yeah, there was a Valentine's Day balloon is that out exactly there. Exactly one month today. It's or is it like a month and it's yeah. like five weeks. You know what we Valentine's should do because Day. of that? We should probably start um, a campaign Day. to cancel Valentine's Day. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> No, my challenge for everyone in 2019 <laughs> is: Can we come up with a different party favor other than balloons? Exactly. Like, it's 2019. I think we could do that. Save the five bucks and just give them the cash. Because I truly believe that those balloons also were sitting on the ocean that entire five weeks since they well, were let go. The other ones, too. I mean, they had no There was some that had no mylar left on. Like, no oh, really? Shi- yeah. Is the they mylar, were, that's the part? The shiny part, the, right? The co- yeah, the mylar is the actually the, the yeah, and then they, they oh, coat it with other stuff. So yeah. the balloon was all, what Slater's saying is when we picked up the balloon, it just looked like a bag because uh, all of the metallic shiny stuff yeah. was gone. Yeah, like you could tell one of them was like a bear it had ears or something. Yeah. Oh, no. One was like a Mickey Mouse. Yeah. What worries Sorry, me, Disneyland. what worries me is sometimes the strings are missing already when we pick up these balloons. They're like, yeah, a lot of them, the animal. string is missing, honestly. Yeah. More yeah, often than not, without, the string is missing. Two of them with it. The, yeah, it. the two I gaffed today had no string on them and the first two did. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've seen albatross picking at him before, and that just like mm-hmm. freaks me out because well, I'm like, not even like ten minutes after that, we did see albatross picking at something. Yeah, I think it was squid, but yeah, yeah it, it looked exactly. it looked kind of like a balloon. It was all cool, you know, white and clearish. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of albatross um, picking at things, did I tell you guys about my little sleeper shark the other day? Oh yeah, that's um, right. no, you told us, but we we yeah. should all hear about it on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. yeah so. Um, so the other day I was out with Kate and we see like over 16 albatross in a really tight little area and about four or five like on something floating in the water. So we try to get, you know, close as possible without disturbing, you know, the birds and getting them away from the object or carcass, I should say. And we get a little bit closer and we zoom in uh, with all our lenses. And from what we can see out there, it looked like uh, like some type of small dark colored shark. And uh, we, we didn't want to, you know, 
scared the birds away from their food. So we, when we got back home, we all looked at our pictures, and it turned out it appeared to be a small sleeper shark. And for those of you who are big shark nerds out there, uh, it's pretty interesting because one. Dude, I want to see one. Yeah, this I've is never only. It one. was only probably about three to four feet long. How but this shark is, is known to get when it's over. Dead. <laughs> yeah. This the shark is known to get uh, you know confirmed lengths of fifteen feet and rumors of about being like close to twenty, but. Uh, Pretty neat looking shark, guys. If you haven't seen one before, Google it. They live down deep to eat whale carcasses. They eat anything, in fact. They're known to eat some big stuff They're at times. They're ultimate decomposers. So yeah. The, how, how many feet do you think the one you saw was? Like four like feet? Like three to four feet. It was oh, a cool. dinky little guy. But Every, yeah. I like, saw the picture. The eyes look crazy. Yeah, the that's eyes how, look crazy. Yeah. That's how I yeah. feel like you could tell. And then the uh, we also got a clear shot of its uh, uh, tail, the caudal fin, and it, it just matches up with a, oh, a sleeper awesome. shark. Yeah. Almost every season, I feel like there is a sighting of a carcass at the surface. Of a sleeper? Yeah, yeah. we had one last year, a bigger There's, one. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of, a, like, the biggest one I've heard of is, like, eight feet long since I've, I've been I've only lived here. here two years, but I feel like every year I hear a new thing that can happen in Monterey. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so Isn't many, that awesome? There's so many Isn't animals. Isn't that, like, the coolest thing ever? Bay. <laughs> yeah, if so I could see them all. Freaking rad. It's like Pokemon. Gotta collect them all. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. So there even, has been a lot of albatross a lot around, which is which is pretty cool. It's warming I up. I saw a lot today. Yeah, it's warming up. Yeah, there's really yeah. And there I'm slowly like uh, maybe I'm eight s- different albatross yeah. today. And I'm slowly starting to see nettles show up too. So. Oh yeah, really? I saw, I saw yeah. some dead ones. Yeah, today, it's coming. <laughs> you know oh, what? you know what? That might have been the dead one I saw too. Speaking of albatross, uh-huh. today this one I knew was gonna come right by the boat, so I jumped out of the wheelhouse, you know. I pulled my turn my camera on and my lens cap was on. <laughs> <laughs> you're I wish, I wish you're sick. Knew. You're a little bit out of it. <laughs> I wish people knew how many times I've pulled my camera up and had my lens cap on. <laughs> and then your battery died today too. Yeah, but I knew it was dying. I let. Yeah, I saw that. And I, sometimes I, I you was, forget I your was memory. On top of that, your memory card too. Yeah, but now I got a memory card case. <laughs> I'm like the most unprofessional professional photographer. <laughs> When it comes to being organized, but if it's something, if I know, like, like you best believe, killer whale season, I'll be prepped and ready. You'll be ready to go. Should we call, should we not call it killer whale season? Um, I mean, everybody around here does. So, I mean, it kind of is like a little season, spring season, right? Yeah. Oh, so how about that time change? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I like it. It's still light out. It's more daylight. Yeah. yeah. I can play outside. Although longer. when I get up in the morning to get to work, it's dark, which is lame. <laughs> yeah, I don't get up that early, so <laughs> I got up at like six thirty, seven thirty today. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say really six thirty. I don't think so. Well, it does mean good, though, towards the summer we can probably pull off three while watching trips instead of just two. Yep, pretty yeah. soon Memorial Day weekend is when the three a days start. I like that five o'clock trip though, the sunset trip. Yeah, yeah, I've had some pretty. You're good You're like delirious on it. from working the boat all day, but it is yeah. a really nice trip. We've had humpbacks. Breaching and sunset before, or yeah. really good lunch. My feeding. last sunset mm-hmm. I went on, man. I, I guess wow. We I just was here for a full season all summer to winter. Okay, so usually I leave, you know, <laughs> somewhere in the mix. Okay, so the, I remember um, the end of last summer. Uh, I was on the back deck and I was like, "You guys, we're leaving this whale, so it's probably gonna breach." It, it breached in the sunset. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I really want to get that for some reason I can't get ever again is like a group of. Six or more lunch feeding humpbacks at sunset. It's never going to happen a, again. It's a lot to ask for because <laughs> I want never. I don't want like one. Again. I want like a lot. How about that first? Yeah, it'll never happen again. And I lost all the files. I don't want to talk. How about, about that. that first summer when we worked at Discovery, and it was like the sky oh. was on fire red, and the whales were lunch feeding. 
I went on. I was in the shop and I just like went on the boat because I had a feeling it was going to be good, and that was well before that was when I came up just as a member. When there yeah. were like fourteen of them lunch yeah. at the same time, yeah. all the way until sunset. That was the twenty fifteen. <laughs> that fall was really excellent too. Yeah, I haven't had a day like that. So like since. every other year. So this year is going to be the year. Oh, I bet it is. We already have humpback, humpbacks lunch feeding. Everywhere yeah. in California has had humpbacks lunch feeding. Man. And like, okay, explain this to me, you guys. They have like fifteen humpbacks in San Diego, and they're lunch feeding on anchovies. Like, why can't our water be blue like that? Because <laughs> like, we have this thing called wind. We have a lot more wind, yeah. Yeah, I know, but it's still not fair. Especially you're around moss, you're gonna get that okay, uh, elkhorn like, and river runoff. But it won't so. be there. That's for like a long time. exactly. That's like a one-off thing because <laughs> the reason why their water's clear is because it doesn't have nearly as much phytoplankton. Yeah. And so they only get it as a special treat, whereas we get it all the time. Yeah, maybe I should go back to special treat. Yeah, right. I'll die. I can't Can handle it. I already tried. And I, what, I lasted <laughs> six months. Not six even. months. And Margo was like, you look sad. And I was like, I know. She's like, hey, let's move. And Perpetually said, okay. depressed. Dude. Slater has seasonal affective disorder, but about whales. Yeah, for sure. Gray whale affective disorder. Every, every like, right when it comes around. Like February. <laughs> Like right, right February, I start freaking out, and then like March comes in, like it's been good, like the humpbacks yeah. are showing up. Yeah, and the weather's calmed down a little bit. Yeah, it's when you don't go whale watching for one whole week straight that you're like, wow. This you is start taking pictures of your dog at the beach, and then you're like, this isn't even doing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it's usually raining too. So then you're just sitting inside thinking about all the times you, all the good times you had on the boat. That's why. <laughs> that's why I've learned. I've been so good at finding salamanders out here because there of the go. season's you need rain. A rainy day I could, activity, I Slater. Imagine taking photos of salamanders. Go get your freaking macro lens. Like a minute, and then I'd be like, "All right, where's the whales? Like, <laughs> are these things gonna breach?" <laughs> get like a fisheye lens and yeah. just go salamander. I've been finding hunting. salamanders this year. I never thought I'd ever find because of all the time we've had, all the rain too. Yeah. All right, do you guys want to compare animals? To compare the oh, size yeah. of animals to um, other things, objects, I yeah, guess. yeah. So I actually um, got a uh, one of our uh, listeners, uh, Antonio. Thank you for the question once again. But he, you know, hears us always talk about the the sizes of all our animals out there. But it's not like everyone has you know a giant ruler out in their driveway and stuff like that. So he's wondering what everyday objects can you compare some of the more popular whales to, so people can kind of visualize. Uh, what? How big these animals really are? So, me and Caitlin have already, you know, this was a really good question. It's actually mm-hmm. a question that even kids used to ask me at the aquarium. At the aquarium, we did take the time to take a rope that was approximately, you know, a hundred feet long and show kids this is, you know, the size a blue whale can get. Mm-hmm. And then halfway down, we had like a knot to let them know, okay, this is mm-hmm. about fifty feet. This is how big your um, you know, this is how big your are. your you know gray or your humpback whale could average, but you know, still that rope is still kind of you don't know, you know it's still hard it's still to imagine. Still pretty abstract. Yeah. Like. So everyday objects, um, as Antonio asked, would be a better example. So me and Caitlin came up with a blue whale. Blue whales, you know, uh, official ninety eight, unofficial at one ten. Um, your NBA size basketball court, guys, a yeah. basketball court is officially mm-hmm. 94 feet. So a blue whale is as big as a full size re- uh, regulation basketball, basketball court. court. Yeah. yeah. And then what was the other whale? Um, other so what, what I always say on the boat for humpback whales and gray whales is they, you know, you're looking at gray whales average 40 to 50 feet, humpback whales 45 to 55 feet. 
a school bus is about 45 feet long. So that's a good good comparison of how long those whales are. Um, or a city bus. They're, they're usually pretty similar in length. Um, what I like to tell people about the calves, though, is um, I drive a Toyota Tacoma truck. I actually had to have it weighed one time. It's about 16 feet long, and it weighs 2,000 pounds. So a newborn gray whale or humpback whale calf could be the exact same size as my truck. Your truck's that light? Yep. Wow. Yeah, come on. She's a little truck. It's a little baby truck. I can lift that thing. (laughs) Like when I'm working out. Do you lift, bro? (laughs) Yeah. So those yellow school buses you guys traditionally see, yeah, those are known to be about 45 feet. If you parked my truck next to a bus, that would be like a full-term gray whale fetus. Next to a baby. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, now we gotta go find a bus in your truck and take a picture. And we'll take a picture for reference. Is yeah. it a gray whale? Is, there, is it a replica of a gray whale in Monterey Bay? Yes, and it is life size. And there's killer and the killer whales, whales are life mm-hmm. size. Yeah. The killer whales are big. Yeah. Yeah, killer whales are a lot bigger than you think they are. And then uh, at the Aquarium of the Pacific, if you're in Southern California, they actually have a blue whale life-size model with a calf next to it. The blue whale is 88 feet. That's a female that they have a replica of. And then if you walk up the stairs and right next to it, you'll see the calf next to it. And I think the calf was made to be about 22 feet. And those are all life-size anatomically correct you know uh models there so if you have access to those areas uh either the monterey bay aquarium or aquarium pacific you will see accurate life-size models of these animals another one i use for dolphins for smaller cetacean species like um harbor porpoise pacific white-sided dolphins common dolphins is um especially common dolphins pacific white-sided dolphins and northern right whale dolphins i say they're a little bit larger than the average human so they're six to eight feet long you could easily say that there are human beings that are six feet tall right Mm -hmm. and they weigh two to three hundred pounds the coast guard considers the average american to weigh 180 pounds so they're just a little bit bit larger than the average human um and then harbor porpoise like are even closer to average human size they're four maybe five feet long and again weigh maybe 200 pounds so um, that's another good one to kind of compare for people that the, if you laid down on the beach next to like a, a dolphin that had washed ashore, you'd measure up pretty close to the same length as them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, some bottlenose, average size bottlenose. What's crazy is, like oh my goodness, hold on. <sighs> Sorry. During the summer when we have the lunch meeting humpbacks and we have like, you know, 10 humpbacks there and a thousand sea lions, it's really cool to think that all the sea lions are like five to six feet you know yeah they're kind of like a person size yeah they're like and then you see like (laughs) you know six of them are like next to a humpback yeah you know down the side of it that's a good one to provide some context for like how big a whale is you're like wow that sea lion's not even as long as that whale's head yeah i'm sorry not six of them like ten of them yeah yeah Yeah. another resource i thought of especially if you're from this area um that long marine lab in santa cruz actually has that uh, blue blue whale skeleton outside yes. and then right behind it more towards the the cliff in the ocean there's a a smaller gray whale skeleton yeah. that you guys can also step up to to see uh, how big these animals uh, really are and unfortunately you know remember how this summer I, i've you know we see all that those strandings and you know the sea animals on shore but you know that's like your best chance sometimes to actually get up to these animals and and figure out how big they are like that common dolphin that was over there by lovers you know mm-hmm. that's just a common dolphin and you know mm-hmm. you know you, in the water you're like oh it looks like it's only about four feet long and then i, I lay down next to it, it was like you know and it's like oh you know it's my size i'm only what five seven about so. yeah yeah 
And then uh, you can also kind of compare animals to each other. Like um, when we're talking about uh, killer whales attacking gray whales, the killer whales are about the same length as the calf, maybe a little shorter by the time the calf reaches Monterey. Um, and the killer whales typically outweigh the calf. Mm-hmm. Uh, the males do. I mm-hmm. don't know if the females do. But, um, you know, they're going after an animal that's basically the same size as them being defended by an animal that's twice as long as them. Yeah. This reminds me of, remember this, (laughs) what we're talking about? Oh, units of, (laughs) yeah, units of measurement. People use like yards, feet, gallons. And then like you listen to David Ambrose, he's like 10 swimming pools. My buddy, my buddy, yeah, my buddy, Mike, who, who, who's created a lot of and helped to produce a lot of uh, documentaries out there about wildlife. He's saying that how. You you always hear like David Attenborough narrating a documentary going, it's as big as full school buses. And yeah, it, it really is a realistic way to, you know. Units of measurement in elephants also is quite yeah, popular. Yeah, elephants, football fields, <laughs> always. Because everyone just casually knows how yeah. much an elephant weighs in pounds yeah, or kilograms. The, it kind of gives people a general idea. Well, it's like saying the blue whale's tongue weighs as much as the, the biggest land animal, the African elephant. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, but how much is the elephant Yeah, how much yeah. is an elephant They get the weight? idea of the mass of it, yeah, but yeah. the actual weight. <laughs> yeah. And then people say, like, a blue whale heart is the same size as a Volkswagen bug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. what, you could drive a car into the blue whale's mouth. But yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that that's right. Favorite. You were so fascinated with that. Slater was flying the drone over lunch feeding blue whale. I'm sure we've talked about this before yeah, in one yeah. of the other episodes, but Slater leans over to me while watching this blue whales gaping jaw open is like you think you could park a car in there i was like i know you could park a car in there yeah Yeah, you could drive right in like it's like a full garage (laughs) so yeah all these resources out there that you see in the everyday basis could help you out or hey if you're that curious do what i you know said about uh, what we used to do with the kids at the aquarium take go to home depot buy that 100 foot rope lay it out and go wow Yeah, you know, um, another fun thing I like to do, depending on which vessel I'm on, and and this doesn't apply all all the time, but um, like the Chibosco, which is one of our whale watch vessels at Discovery, um, the humpback whale's tail fluke is just about as wide as the back of the boat. The back of the boat's like 20 and a half feet. And um, a max size humpback is actually the size of a Chibosco. Yeah. And then the length of the Chibosco is just over 63 feet. And that's like the biggest recorded humpback on record. So it's nice to also put context for like when I say the tails as wide as the back of the boat, people look at the back of the boat and they're like, what the? Are you (laughs) serious? Imagine, (laughs) Imagine if humpbacks did get like 70 feet. Like a fin well, you know? And breaching. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That would be really cool. I mean, I'm sure they'd be able to breach still because they're just. Their bodies are built different than yeah, the yeah. They have yeah. They they're have definitely built different. With, and, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Very wide flukes for how long. Do you think they there are. is a sixty-five foot gray or humpback out there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're probably some of ours are there. huge. You like see them come up and you Those look across the shoulders and you're like, yeah. holy yeah. moly! Yeah. Again today? Uh, I don't think so. But there's two being slaver been watching. Every time we see them, we're like, it's them, and it's like. They, they, you just look at me like those are some big girls. The one I was describing to you, Caitlin, probably like postmenopausal humpbacks. Yeah, did you guys see big the, old ladies? Um, the humpback that Adam saw, he named it chalkboard. Uh huh. It has rake marks like head to toe. Oh wow! Like his whole body has like is scuff marks or like rake marks. Like rake marks from killer. Oh, whales. is it maybe how big was it? Was it a younger one? Uh, there was uh, one here like yeah. a calf like three seasons ago that was completely. Chewed. All right, Adam, we're going to stalk your Instagram everywhere. right now, buddy, and see your whale here. Put in a story. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was yesterday. Dang it. Dang it. Yeah, it might be gone already. It's gone. Adam, where you at? 
Okay, look. Well, no, it's on. He posted it on Happy Well, so chalkboard, California. I think it was the first. It's the first fluke ID on there. It's the oh, first wow. time being seen, so he named it. Okay. <laughs> My first Happy Well name. Good luck, chalkboard. Hope to see you soon. Yeah. So, um, but you guys have to find the photo, or maybe he'll post it again. <clears throat> um, but it, what's it called? It had rake marks all over the torso, the fluke. Like. I'll have to see if I, oh my gosh, it's kind of a tall order for me to get, dig through my archives of photos. But I have a, photos of that calf from that season three years ago that was just like completely, it was like, it almost looked like a zebra. It was so covered in rake marks all over its body. So they must get away, I guess. Yeah, that one definitely was like eaten by several killer whales and still got away. <laughs> I wonder if, if what happens is they just mess with it. So, like, they're just, like, maybe they're not even hungry, but they'll just go up and... I totally think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. They know it's probably not worth the fight, you know, and yeah. they just mess with it. I mean, I see them get adult gray whales rolling around just for fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they torture... They, they're kind of like cats, dude. They're like... So you know what? Torture the mouse and let it run around and then just keep <laughs> keep messing with it. Oh, no. We need to... I see them do that um, with sea lions. Yeah, Maybe we should be watching the gray whales instead of. I keep wanting to go to the humpbacks the last couple of days. I've been saying let's go to Moss. No, yeah, we should be watching. The we gray- should be we watching should the be out on the edge of the canyon because right now. yeah, there could be a predation. They're gonna lead us to the killer whales. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm changing my game plan. Out, we're going for grays. All right. <laughs> I'll tell the captains. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's, yeah. They, they like when you do that. They definitely love it when you tell them what route to take for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I just simply suggest it. Yeah, just walk up to him and say, I'm going to run this up the flagpole. You don't have to salute if you don't want to. You can agree or disagree, but I want to go to the back and eat some snacks. (laughs) Do it. I'm the captain now. All right. Well, Caitlin's leaving to Baja to go see gray whales in the lagoons. I can't wait. So we get to hear about that in a week or so. Yes. I guess we're going to have one more episode before you leave, or we're going to record it. We're going to record it, and it'll publish for the day. Ooh, we could just we be one could day, just late, be one day late, and you'll remember everything freshly. And I'll be like yeah. crying because I'll be so tired, but I'll be so excited. yeah. But you'll you'll still have a lot of energy to want to yeah, tell. Yeah, no, I will. I will like not be able to sleep until I get the story out and be like, you guys, I saw all this stuff. Can you bring I'm gonna me see in? stuff, right? Can you bring me a souvenir? <laughs> the whales might not be there when she gets there. Stop! the whales <laughs> gonna be, be there when I get there? They'll be there in, in the two days you'll be when you get there. Yeah, they're for sure gonna be there. Look how many whales are coming by today. I guess that doesn't mean that's <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, that's Caitlin. not necessarily a good Look thing. Look how many whales are leaving already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I people just wrote me today and they said, "Oh, I was just there last week." So the yeah. people were there. And all of my trips have been literally the last week of March into the first week of April. So you're fine. Oh, okay. This, yeah. Okay. You're gonna see that, and then you're on your way back. You're gonna stop and try to swim with the kill, the killer whales. <laughs> the whale <laughs> yeah, sharks. Try to swim with the killer whales, and then the whale sharks. Yeah, we'll see. Um, our schedule's pretty tight because it's such a long drive from La Paz. Um, I may just have to do another trip to go see the whale sharks. So, um, one of the people, the guides on the boat that we were with, um, in my trip to Baja, her sister jumped in with orcas in Mexico. What? Inside the Sea of Cortez or what? Yeah, somewhere. Crystal clear blue water. And they just swam around her, checked them out. Like, they were all, like, just in, like, like bathing suits, you know, swimming with orcas with just masks on. And I was like, wow. They're all, like, they're, like, all... If I get to touch one gray whale and I get to see a frigate bird, we're good. Oh yeah, I don't know. Like you're for sure gonna see frigates. They were yeah, everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're, they're everywhere there too. I, I saw them over there. Just hopefully they're still there when you get there. But it's also gonna be like not well f- full moons today, so it's still gonna be like kind of bright out at night. If I could see a whale at nighttime, I'd be so happy. 
Wait, you see whales at night here? No, like oh. in the dark. Speaking of that, Caitlin, you know uh, is that what's? Weird? I'll tell you something about <laughs> that. Well, you know what's funny, Caitlin, is the camp you're going to, Koyima, where you know I usually go. Uh, we actually asked them what Koyima means, and supposedly it's the light that is created when a gray whale breaches at night from the bioluminescence. Oh, it's like a slang for just that specific yeah. part of Baja? Yeah, so when you go there, ask them about that. Kind of like Chubasco is like a rain squall that they only yeah. use that term on Baja or something yeah. like that? Yeah, so ask them about the origin of the mm-hmm. name Cuyima. So, I was eating at a restaurant at the <laughs> wharf down here, and I was there for a birthday, and there was moonlight coming across the bay, and... I'm just thinking one day there's got to be a humpback like that does something. So should, like what you're flu- saying is every time there's a full moon, we should go look for whales from land. Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm in. Well, it's got to be at a spot where you get like, it's got to be just coming on the mountain. So it's Dude, good. okay. It's no, here's the, glare, I know the place. You know what I mean? Like Lover's Point, because then the moon's coming up from the east on the other side of the bay and it makes this nice light on the bay. You're looking at seaside, you know. Yeah, Lover's Point. So or, catch or, us or, over or. at Lover's Point in PG on the next full moon. <laughs> catch me at Lover's it's Point. Raining, How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but or like off wharf too if they're lunch feeding over at like uh, mm, like the yeah yeah at the tides the tides. What's up with that? There was when I the first year man. Can you imagine? Oh my god, we messed up last year. There was bioluminescence last year. We could have gone to the beach and probably watched them in the bioluminescence from the tides hotel. What were we doing? Uh, I wasn't even here. Wait. Eric, <laughs> yeah, in the summer. So I went like, kayaking in the bioluminescence. Yeah, you, the you, what? you, you swam. really went kayaking in the bioluminescence. <laughs> oh, you heard about that? Of course I heard. Oh. I walked in the next day, Eric, and was like, Eric fell in the water, everyone. <laughs> Eric fell off his kayak and really made the bioluminescence. They, they shouldn't have thrown the kayak in front of me. I was paddling so fast, I went right over that kayak and rolled it. What? Wait, what? That is not what happened. It <laughs> did. That's how it flipped. Because the kayak, I was going towards the dock, and the kayak, he had the kayaks tied up, and it was in front of me. And I was like, oh, for, okay. Boom, I flipped right so, over. So in Mexico, when we were, we were releasing the turtles, mm-hmm. uh, there was bioluminescence on the beach right there. Not what? from the turtle, but like. Yeah. We, we, cause it was there was breaking a lot of on the shore. Once we turned the lights off, um, yeah, the guide was stepping around. Wait, have boots. you ever seen bioluminescence at the lagoons in Coyima, Eric? No. That's what I was going to ask you. I haven't seen it there, which is weird. They talk about it, but I haven't seen it. Oh, I want to see it. We'll see Just go to the beach and splash around. <laughs> the beach over there is neat, guys. A lot of whale bones, oh. carcasses of things. Uh, there's lots of fossil beds over there. So mm. you're going to have fun just walking around the water. Yes. Literally two days after I leave, their next tour group that went through the same people in Mexico that I went with, they uh, they, they took them on like a, a hike and they went and saw a bunch of gray whale bones mm-hmm. and i was like what she's like oh yeah just a 40 minute walk or 40 minute like yeah. boat ride to this little island and i was mm-hmm. like what? you might want to do that caitlin actually when you go to kima ask them about the flat there's a flat area over there kind of almost like a like a salt flat that mm-hmm. has a few gray whale bones at so right on okay and, and there's literally turtle shells ribs just laying around your campsite over there it's amazing oh, that's cool yeah. i did see bones though remember i showed you the one mm-hmm. like a dinosaur yeah. yeah some sort of shark or something yeah um and then there was a Bird. There was a bunch of bones all over this beach. Cool. I think fishermen leave the bones there. Probably. Yeah. Sadly, there was a really small hammerhead shark there, too. Oh, bummer. Could have been bycatch or something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely could have uh, been. But we did see tons of frigates in that spot, too. There's frigates all over Yeah, the water. is there like a mangrove or something over by where I'm going? Eric? Yeah, in Koima, there actually is the mangroves. Just ask them about it, and if the tide's right, they'll be able to take you in there. Okay, yeah, cool. mangroves, uh, and in fact, the mangroves at Koyima, uh, the middle of uh, you know Baja, 
area. That's the the northernmost uh, mangrove, you know, uh, patch that you got. Oh, okay. northernmost. Okay, northernmost, yeah. Because yeah, we had so many mangroves. In yeah, there. It's, it's they're more common down south. Yeah, yeah, Mac Bay, there was tons, and then La Paz had mangroves yeah, as well. Yeah, so the ones uh, in uh, San Ignacio are the northernmost, uh, you know, oh, that's cool. mangroves. Yeah, and they're really important. I mean, if you really get into it, they absorb, you know, a lot of the bad stuff out there for for us. So Right, it's kind of like, you know, like eelgrass and kelp beds and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, it also kind of uh, protects certain areas from erosion also yeah so mangroves are more you know unfortunately we only got them you know in the southeast but they're pretty amazing habitat kind of like our kelp forest yeah slater is scrolling through his photos from baja in front of us it's not even very nice of him at all it's not even fair <laughs> i'm thinking i'm thinking i should post another whale shark photo do it they're beautiful Please, you got so much great whale shark yeah. footage. underwater sh- whale shark video that, that one too. Also, yeah, you haven't posted that saw, yet. Yeah. I've been watching it. I have the sneak preview. You were you guys. blessed with good water quality too, because every time the last few photos I've seen with people, it hasn't been a. You keep on saying it's not clear, but it's clearer than most I'll people's. Sh- I'll show you, well, I'll show you the video. You saw the video. I've seen the video. You'll see the video. And you're like, okay. It's not that clear. Even the guys but that still, go into see it's really it, cool. Even the guys that go into uh, like yeah, Bahia, you know, they they don't get um, that clear of water. But you you got some decent water that you're in your trip. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was clear. It was. I don't know. It was clearer in person than it was on the camera. <laughs> I don't know. No, well, because the camera picks up all those little particulates more yeah. than your Backscatter. eyes do. Yeah. 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 Backscatter. Um, but the drone, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with the drone. It just cuts through and, like, makes it look like it's, you know, in this, you know? Yeah. It, it doesn't have the same glare at an angle. You're looking straight down on it. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes it look a lot nicer than it is. Well, it was amazing. It was, like, perfect weather. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, you guys, we just made it to 49 minutes and 11 seconds. This <laughs> is a, a good podcast. I'm excited. This was a good one. Yeah. Uh, we have some more topics that I think we'll talk about on the next episode. Um, but that might even come after because I think what we're going to do is we'll have Caitlin come fresh and we'll put a podcast so we'll out push, on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll push our posting to Tuesday the 2nd for episode 14. And uh, yeah, so we had some people come on the boat over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I missed them both times. Yeah, thanks, Whale Nerd fans, for being out on the boat. Um, we appreciate that. It was fun to meet you all in person. And, um, yeah, it was coming up on, you know, really good sighting seasons. I know some of you braved some gnarly weather to come whale watching. Yeah. Um, so if you can come again sometime soon, you know. That's probably why I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might be why Slater missed you both times. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think it was raining that day. But, yeah, if you guys are a listener, uh, once again, yeah, thanks for – uh, you know, coming by and saying hi to us. As you can see, myself and Caitlin Slater don't bite. So, yeah, feel free to come up and chat with us. So it was really nice talking to you folks. And it turns out some of our fans are more than interested in whales because they have similar <laughs> mindsets as, uh, as your fellow podcasters here. So it was nice talking to you guys. Uh, also, on that note, if you guys found us from, like, Spotify or um, Podbean and you don't follow us on Instagram, make sure you follow us. It's at whale nerds and uh send us topics questions whatever you got we like to hear it so um yeah thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys on the next episode yeah thank you all right thanks guys for listening